told you off. I get it. She has flips and stuff. We may be Stop, stop, stop. If we say that, they won't keep listening. Morons of the Mothers. Well, yeah, because when pizza's on a bagel, you can eat pizza anytime. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Um, I had to. I mean, yeah. it's just it's low-hanging fruit. And you know me. I like low-hanging fruit because I'm lazy and I don't want to have to reach up that high. Well, and if we're being honest, I mean, I feel like there's an obligation. Like, you kind of have to do it. Somebody does. Yeah. No, if, if there are moments where I, like, listen to various media and no one takes the gimme joke, and I'm just like, no one's going to take that one? No one? No one? Y'all are just going to let that one dangle and just not touch it? Yes. That is when you have, like, reached the level of shame or negative level of shame like the opposite of that yeah. and you've just gone full like dad joke vibe like yeah. your whole deal is you're like yeah i see it sitting there nobody else is gonna take it i'm fucking going for that one yeah i mean i was telling my co-workers like the entire week of my birthday that i'm aging nicely into my sense of humor i haven't fully caught up to it yet but like i'm getting every year that goes by i get closer to an age that makes my sense of humor make sense not there yet but i'm on my way the salt and peppers are also coming in to match my sense of humor nicely. Like, it's all coming together. The only thing I'm really missing is a pair of New Balances and actual children. You know, the Do other day... you have day, the New Balances? No, I don't. Um, but I have a coworker who does. And, but he, he's much older. And it's really funny because he's self-aware of it. So he realizes what they look like. But his excuse was that there's so many different colored shoes these days, and because all the shoe companies went crazy and decided that multicolored shoes were a thing, that's why he does it, because they're the only normal shoes that he can buy. I'm like, you ever heard of a company named Vans? They make very normal shoes. Yeah, or like black and white, or white, or like white with some gray. But no, the Lawnmower 3000s, that's what makes you fit in. No, like that's how you blend in. Sorry, I I firmly believe that. Yeah, I th- I instantly think you're like more like no offense to you, but I think you're more of a real dad if you own those New Balances. Like I know I know you've got five children running around, but like I still don't necessarily buy that you're in full dad mode if you don't have the noobs. I and shorten I'm it to tr- noobs. Yeah, no noobs. No, I get it. I knew um, you were. I like you're a clever it. guy. Yeah, no, I try to be. Um, I don't think I even have anything that I would consider to be close to it, to that. Like, that's my dad downside, like, is that I don't have those shoes. Like, believe me, I've got, like, the get up and everything like that. Like, No, you're plenty levels of corny without the shoes still. You pull it off well. Yeah, no, and uh, it's, it's a gift. You know, it's something that, you know, you have to really achieve. You have to really work for. Yep. When you have five kids, like... You're patently insane, like, at least 90% of the time. So, like, yeah. believe me, like, when I go out to public in, I mean, I'm normally in sweats or joggers, which apparently is a problem for some people. Yeah. But I don't understand why you wear pants. No, dude, pants suck. It's for work. Always. It's Yeah, I wear jeans and pants and things when I'm required to, and yeah. that's it. I get home, and the very first thing I do is change. I'm no. like, I'm immediately getting out of this bullshit right now. 
if there's one thing in the house where everybody's just like, all right, this is your time. Like, I'm going to give you your time. Yeah. That's it. And that's the one. Like, again, it's not that I demand it, but it's just like, I'm one of those people that it's, I will just scoot past everybody right to my room. I'm like, I need to get out of this, like, mortal shell. Like, <laughs> I don't love it. No, man. Amen. Um, I will say you, uh, you actually check off one of my favorite odd dad checklist items, though. Which is you have a whole collection of toys in box that your children can't take out and play with. <laughs> so Griffin actually has, he used to have this thing where it was like, Funkos don't belong in boxes. Like, they're, they're toys. Like, I want to play I with them. I respect the take. I always felt that way as a kid, for sure. Anytime I saw, like, adults with proper toy collections, I'd be like, but it's in the box. What fucking good is that? And I understand that to an extent. So, like brief story here but kind of long story my grandmother had some hook at mattel and when street sharks came out i got the tiger shark one i I had one in the box it was the first off of the line like it had the number one on it and everything like i didn't get shit like this as a kid yeah and you're about to find out why because I unboxed that fucking thing the second I got it home, and I never thought twice about it. Fuck no, you were a kid. It was a toy. So to this day, I have a mantra about that where, again, for probably two years and a lot of really poor credit decisions, I purchased a lot of Funko Pops, and I just let Griffin unfurl on those. Like, And all of the bobblehead ones, he had the bobbleheads pulled off. He was like three, four years old. Of course. Um, and then from there, I did start collecting my own. So, yes, I just made a giant excuse for myself, by the way. Um, Valid. It's cool. But I do believe at some point that I, be- I I deserve to have something of my own, albeit really silly and ironic in a house full of children. Have you ever looked up how much that toy you immediately unboxed would be worth today? I won't do that, actually. No, it's fair. one of the very yeah. few things I won't do. Yeah, no, That makes sense. That's smart of you. Yeah. It's like winning the Mega Millions, but throwing your ticket in the garbage yeah. and burning it. Yeah. Yeah, man. 100% com- comparison. Yeah. Tough it, break. Terrible idea. Well, hey, man. Kids being kids. Toys being out of boxes. Yeah. And speaking of starting our podcast, let's start this thing out. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Morons of the Multiverse. I'm Derek Weber. And I am a Mike. Yes, I'm Mike McGarry. Nice to meet you tonight. <laughs> nice to meet you too, buddy. Uh, we met the first time in sixth or seventh grade, and uh, we got to re-meet tonight. And that's nice. I'm doing great tonight, guys. Doing great. Bagel bites. Yeah. So what's for dinner? I pressed record about 34 minutes ago. Actually, more like 40 minutes ago. And uh, so I'm going to have a lot to cut out before this that kind of let in. You guys, I'm going to leave some of it there for you guys. So you'll get introduced to the show five, ten minutes in. We'll see what kind of goodies I leave behind. But uh, we've been jabbering for a while. And uh, I think it's time we start a show. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're we're due for that. We're here to make a show. We've got microphones in our faces headphones on our heads mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's usually like a pretty strong sign of like hey you guys should do the thing yeah probably yeah. and uh enough of our preamble for you listeners a really fun one tonight yeah we really say this every fun night, one. I think. but yeah we do but so far they've all been really fun for us at least I, uh, we hope it's been fun for you too but honestly we're just really happy it's fun for us yeah yeah, yeah. if there's anything i take out of this it's back to my toy talk but like this is my time like hey yeah I get to hang out with you guys and whatever limited amount of you that there are, or amazing amount of you that there are. Uh, I, I get to hang out with you guys and hang out with my best friend while I talk about, you know, kid stuff. So it's wonderful for me. 
Yeah, you fellow morons out there, we appreciate you listening very much. But uh, tonight's episode is going to be our most challenging for ourselves yet. Because what we've concocted, we've got a bowl sitting here in front of us. Inside the bowl, a little piece of paper with every existing league member up to this point. If you're not familiar with our league, Mike, I'll explain it to the people real quick. Okay. The League of Extremely Ordinary Individuals is comprised of our favorite non-superpowered characters across the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And we this is a league specifically for people who make major impact in whatever project they're in, whether it's in like a heroic assisting fashion, whether it's for the deep level of zingers and comedy, whether it's for the tremendous amount of heart and compassion that are driven from that character. There's a variety of reasons we induct these league members, but these are all characters that without the superpowers our heroes wield have managed to captivate our hearts. And for us, we think largely define the Marvel Cinematic Universe for what it is. I think without these type of characters, the MCU doesn't flourish and become what it has. No, I mean, supporting. we understand that supporting characters do create a role um, and play, obviously, an integral, or integral part in anything, but uh, these ones are extraordinary, and that's why they're here. They're extraordinary and extraordinary. So they do everything that, uh, you know, somebody far above or above our metal would get to. You know, Shakespearean quotes, befriending an animal. Um, that's not just like a common pet. Um, and all of the above. Parenting, you name it. They're just top notch. And another show here for us to make sure that you understand how much they matter to us. Yeah. And uh, so, what, Mike, what are we doing with this bowl full of league member names? We're going to draw from it. That's right. We are going to draw <laughs> from it. And what we do when we draw a name is we will be role-playing as that character who we've drawn in a gear selection line. There, These league members have been corralled together. Every hero has been kidnapped, taken, Any, anyone with powers, anyone that could help. They've all been taken. Their suits are gone also, partially because it helps the narrative-driven, part of it because we wanted to do a separate episode ranking suits down the road so we didn't include suits in the gear. A little peek behind the camera for you. Or top, top gear. Behind the microphone? Anyway. Yeah, something so, like that. But what has been left behind by all of these heroes who've been abducted is all of their most famous gear. And these, our favorite normie characters, our league members, are going to get their chance to select a piece of gear to use to go help save the heroes. Because that's what these league members would do. They're going to step up and help out. And we're going to help them do that. As them. As them. Yeah, you guys are in for a treat. This is going to... Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's not convoluted at all. It's pretty straightforward. I think you guys will understand pretty quick as we go. But I think you're smart people, so you probably already do. Yes. And on that note, I'm going to flip this here Bic lighter, as I've been (laughs) doing so much lately, in our new Flip the Bic. So, call it in the air. Bic or back? I'm going Bic. Ooh, it is back. Oh. And, uh... You know, I'm going to draw first on this. I'm going to go ahead and All take right. first with the with the back. All right, I'll take it. For the record, I'm on a roll across the Good Fun Media 
uh, with Bick or back. I'm like I'm like five and one in the past, like lighter flips I've done on various shows for things recently. I'm gonna have to talk with the other members and see if there's something going on here that they're noticing a pattern of something that you may be doing. <laughs> see if there's collusion you with my lighter. You swapping it out for a double big side lighter. You got one with no nothing on it. Just yeah, I'm good. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, we'll investigate the collusion another time. That'll be a uh, good fun media crossover event. I think I could get the FBI Is Derek on, fucking yeah. all of us? <laughs> all right. First league member drawn. <laughs> Scourge. Hey, I think that's the perfect first league I member. I think it's a good warm-up. Like, he's pretty, he was pretty late in our league inductions. And uh, he was a little bit... There was a little bit of discussion that had to go into Scourge. Just as a little background filler here before I get into character. Uh... I still contest that Scourge is an Asgardian and therefore probably way overpowered to be a member of this league as a walking god. But Mike was able to convince me, and I'm a pretty loose guy, that uh, Scourge deserved to be in based on his complete and utter stupidity level. Yeah, he's... Basically. Yeah, he's almost incompetent. Yeah, it's a level of incompetence for sure. And uh, naivete and stupidity, and I, I like I said, I'm a generous guy, and mm-hmm. so I, I let him in. I was in, I was in on Scourge because he is a very entertaining character. Gets a little redemption there at the end of Ragnarok. And see, this is the best part about this character, though. You get a guy that is obsessed with ridiculous gear, and yes. now you get to pick gear for him in a scenario that you choose. And with that, I get into character. Oh my goodness. What would go best with my friends Dez and Troy? <laughs> Got these sweet guns from the state of Texas. You went literally with his guns. No, I'm saying what would go best with them. I'm talking. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm narrating to myself as I decide. Oh, okay. That's a terrible scourge voice, but I'm you sticking got, with it. It's if deep you could, and gravelly. I just don't know how to center it. Were you practicing taser face? <laughs> I think it's definitely more taser face. But, uh... No, I'm going to stick with this as my Scourge voice. I'm here for it. I don't yeah, really you, remember you what he sounds going. like that well. I really hope you get Taser face. And with the first pick in the gear selection lineup here, as us League members go try to save the heroes, I'm going to take the tank. The tank? The miniaturized tank oh from my the first God. Ant-Man movie. <laughs> That gets blown up to be revealed as a real tank with a keychain attached to it. What exactly do you need a tiny tank that you can turn into a regular sized tank for? What, what do you plan on doing with that? I'm trying to be the most Texas hero I can be. I have Dez, I have Troy, now I have a tank. Does that not feel like a person from Texas? You need like an armadillo. I can find an armadillo. <laughs> okay, yeah, then you're good then. But yes, this will be my, as we invade whatever villains have taken our heroes, I feel like a tank will be helpful. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm not going to, yeah, I won't discredit your, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, you're good with the tank. Great, great pick. Uh, Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Scourge, everybody. (laughs) Thank you very much. Well, you heard it from Scourge himself, a tank. Um, Because Texas. (laughs) Texas is the reason. That my emo drop like for that episode. It felt like as good a reason as any, honestly. I was looking yeah. up my, I was looking at my gear list, and that's a piece of gear I've always really liked. I think it's an underrated one that, uh, fucking, 
The tiny tank. Yeah. But he just like had a tank on a keychain. He's like, it's a real tank. Yeah. What a plot twist. And only Scourge would play that. He just wants some. He, he really likes like uh, earthly stuff. Right. He's a collector, as you mentioned, of a bunch of earthly gear. What's more American and earthly than a tank? Or Troy does. Yeah. Nothing. Rounds out nicely. He's got a tank and he's got a couple machine guns now. Like he's yeah. a, he's riding into war America style. I was gonna say he's very American. Yeah. Like as guardian. As American. Maybe as guardian, you could kind of like draw some comparisons there. You just yeah. you know. Anyways, all Perhaps, right. But uh, give me your first drawing, my friend. Let's see what you got. I'm excited <laughs> to see who you draw first here. I got Darcy. Wow, iconic. Um, the, really going to try this, huh? Yeah, one of my, my absolute queen. I love this woman a great amount. Well, if I was three, really thinking about it, you know, I think the gear that I would pick is probably... Hmm. Morris. <laughs> Wait a second. Hang on. I, th- I thought it was established that Morris is a member of the league. Is he not a member of the league? I thought we voted him in. I, I'm pretty sure we discussed that he is also here. <laughs> or I probably made the case for it. I'm about 90% sure of that. And that is a fact. <laughs> Continue on, please. Darcy, tell me more. Well, he's kind of a really cool scientific creature, but he's also really cute. And I think he'd be really fun to hang around because my friends aren't all that fun. My friends are Thor and Jane. Jane's not the most fun person to be around. Not typically. So Morris. I mean, she's dead now also, so not very fun to be around. She's not to be around now. And now I can do all of her sciencey stuff and do those things. With Morris by yeah, your with, side. With Morris. He's a wealth of knowledge actually. We could learn a lot from him. So have you like uh do you do you think over time like like Trevor you're gonna be able to understand Morris and kinda of communicate well? This is Trevor Slattery we're talking about. Not exactly a scientific creature. Shakespearean actor, maybe. But not the yeah, you know, Fair Morris enough. was working through him, not the other way around. Okay, Darcy. Perfect. Uh, I mean, Morris is a beautiful, fluffy angel. So <laughs> I've, so here's a question about, uh, so when Morris, get, when or if Morris gets a turn to draft a piece of gear, does Morris wield that gear while you wield Morris? We'll find out. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Well, it was really nice talking to Darcy there for a moment. Yeah, she sounded a little sick today. She's a little under the weather and played by a really bad character. <laughs> yeah, but she went with she went with a hotly contested piece of gear right out of the gate and took Morris. <laughs> I really think. Who actually? I don't say. Do we do we have Morris on this list? We or didn't in the bowl. All right, fair enough. He's in there now. <laughs> Morris is it. Good. All right. Because, yeah, we, I believe we had established that Morris was a certifiable league member. Uh, no, we did. But I had argued <laughs> that Morris also 
classified as gear, much like uh, my argument. You did that in the 1.0 gear that we yeah. did that we have not aired before. So to the to the people listening, this is a bit of a foreign argument. But yes, I do recall that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike. So the <laughs> the first version of this we tried out a little behind the mic for you again here. Mike and I first tried this as a fantasy draft that we just did like a two person draft drafting gear essentially. Top Gear and Top Gear and. Hey, we, as you've also, if you listen to D2B2 Sports over here on Good Fun Media, discover that two-person drafts aren't like the most fun, two-person drafts aren't the most fun thing to do in the world. And they're not the most like fun thing to listen back to in the world. So when we were deciding how we wanted to handle gear for our real release for you, the people, we, uh, we ditched the draft and luckily we came up with this fun concept because I just got to watch Mike do a wonderful Darcy impression. Yeah, no, that was really good. Um, From the heart. I surprised the shit out of myself on that one. Um, but yeah, no, we've had a lot of these discussions before. As you can t- or tell, we are seasoned vets. Um, we just aren't pros, seasoned pros. vets of character impersonations. Derek's was much better than mine. I tried to jeer him at first, but... Well, I mean, you know, to be fair, I, I drew a guy, you drew a woman. It's, it's, it's harder for us, you know? Yeah, no, I think so. Yeah, well, we'll see. I'm really getting. I'm getting your guys here. I'm, I just drew Craglin. Perfect. I mean, we both love Crags a great amount, but it's so funny. That I'm just like definitely getting like very Mike-centric people here early. He's perfect. Oh, he's an amazing specimen. I, uh, I I'm not here to contest that at all. Uh, I do. I I do remember once upon a time. You and I discussed with Craglin the problem with him being in the league, and I still let him in, is that at the end of Guardians 2, he inherits the Yaka arrow. Which is great gear, um, but he acquired the arrow. Without that, we've seen what Craglin can be. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm still in on Craglin being a league member, but I, I do fear that like Cassie Lang is about to in Quantumania that I think we might see Craglin graduate out of the league in Guardians 3. We might lose a couple uh, league members next year in their respective future films. Which is going to happen. Uh, do we, you know, at that point, then maybe we re- we visit a league hall of fame, um, something like that, where yeah, we can really give them a proper send-off. Yeah. Because I don't think that they deserve to be forgotten. Um, I and Unless one of them just magically turns into the face of the franchise for, you know, a long period of time, I, th- I think it's pretty safe to say that your league members are going to... Yeah. The honorary, the yeah, the honorary wing is definitely a uh, worthy addition to the league prestige. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so what do we got, Craigs? Well, it's hard to say that ever since the captain's been gone, I've been following around Star-Lord and co. for a while, and they're pretty powerful guys in their own right, and women and tree get thing and all sorts of powerful things. So I sure wind up in hairy situations sometimes. So I think the best way out of a hairy situation is I heard about these these rings from the planet Earth. There's ten of them. And they go around to your arms more like bracelets. (laughs) And you don't age when you have them on, so that seems pretty cool. Get to stay young forever. Oh yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, you, I'm not very young, I guess, at this point. Stay middle aged forever, I suppose. You don't look like you've aged a day. Thank you. That's very nice. Yeah. 
Look like just like a like you probably did as a teenager, or if a teenager was a seventy year old. Yeah, I looked old when I was young too. Yeah, yeah you're you were right about that. It's yeah. great. But I'm gonna wield these ring things hmm. and whip them around, yeah. and uh, I think I'll be able to really hold my own out here next to Star Lord and Drax and all my pals. You don't think Star Lord will have a problem with that at all? What about the whole part about him kind of driving you nuts? How are you gonna do it? It's uh, I'll deal with it. You know, it's, he's he's a difficult leader, and uh, he's no Yondu, but Yondu always believed in him, so I suppose I do too. Hmm. Fair enough. Yeah, no, Yondu, he was he was a pretty good man. Oh, I miss Yondu. Oh, nothing brings me more joy than reflecting on his funeral as he got the lights he deserved. Hmm. Beautiful. Yes. Yeah, I like it. The rings of power are mine. Ah! I'll, I'll clip him making that noise then. Yeah, no, it's great. But you got to do yours too. That are both of them. Ah! I think that's perfect. I will. Well, very nice, Craglin. Um, I think that that's a great pick, and it, it's very suiting for you. Like, what better than just some random ass relic um, with massive amounts of power ending up in your uh, your hands? Yeah, th- th- uh, thanks, Cra- Craglin. Most appreciates that nice Good. that nice compliment you paid him. He deserves it. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I was looking at the list, and I'm like, you know, I should just give him something super badass. Yeah, yeah. It's Craglin we're talking about here. Yeah, and I mean, he got the Yaka arrow. Like he was just yeah. like here. He, so, so now has the Yaka arrow and the rings of power. He might be the most powerful guardian. Okay, anyways, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. Um, okay, um, so I suppose it is my turn to pick. All right, please not another little girl. That would, well, not Darcy's little girl, but I can't do that. Um, I saw Cassie Lyon. I'm willing to pitch that each of us get one return to bowl throughout this whole exercise. Okay, there's also the dibs, but we'll talk about that. Oh, yeah, we never got to the dibs yet. Okay. I got Ned. Man, you are drawing heavy hitters to start. Darcy and Ned back to back. And I've really fumbled the Darcy ball, so I gotta really go for it. With well, you Ned. get a boy voice this time. That helps. All right, but uh, so, so we're about to see Ned draw some gear here. All right, guys. Um, so yeah, I think that because it'd be really cool and stuff. Like if I got. Saw that weird raccoon thing with a lot of really cool like gear and stuff, like I, I blowing up all over the place, and you know, I think stuff that I could probably use uh, with Peter. Like I think he could definitely use a, a few of these things from this raccoon, and it'd also be cool to have like a raccoon with blasters in his apparatus that makes him what he is. So. I think I'm going to go with that rocket's technology. Like that rocket raccoon. I think that that's what I want. Yeah. Nice. Uh, the rocket pack is a, the, no pun intended there. Rocket's pack of gear is an abundant one. What are some of your favorite items, Ned? What are you, what are you looking most forward to using? I really like that stuff that he used in like the forest. Like where he kind of had all the bombs and stuff like that, like kind of right up all over the place, and he like plants them all. He's like boom, 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 and like then they just kind of go off when he wants. It. He's got the detonator, and like he gets it going and stuff like that. And 
oh man, it's just cool. Those gravity bombs are very cool. Yeah, I agree. Clusters. So, yeah, just sending yeah. one group into the sky, then the other one. And just to watch the little man work the way he does, like to see him like working on like a puppet master, like that's what I want to do, man. Like sweet. Yeah, um, as a guy in the chair, you're certainly used to sitting further back and kind of taking in the action for, from a, a bit of afar. Yeah, And yeah. Uh, I think this tech really helps enhance that. But I don't really want to be in the action. I've seen enough of it now, and I, I think I know I don't want the actual action. I like being the man in the chair. Yeah. And this still, I think, kind of lets me be the man in the chair. I could do these things yeah. from a distance. Yeah. Nice, Ned. Uh, I, I think it's a tremendously strong pick. Um, it like almost bleeds into being suits, but technically is not. So Close. that's like a nice gray area. Yeah. Really. Uh, I was really leaning more into the other things that he does, like the rocket blaster and everything like that's really kind of uh, like an added bonus. But uh, all of the other stuff. So everything else. Nice. And honestly... You almost have to call technical or technicality. I'm almost I'm calling it technicality on myself. Uh, well, for self tech, it's almost his brain. Like the gear is his brain because he comes up with these tinkery little shits and like little battery bombs and stuff that he just makes out of random shit. And so it's almost Rocket's brain, but I'm gonna I'm gonna call it technicality and just have the stuff that he makes. Got all these harbulary batteries. Yeah, harbulary batteries. That's not at all what they're called. That's exactly and. what you said. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we are on to our next. So far, we have Ned, Darcy, Craglin, and Scourge. It's Derek's pick, and it's Ladies' Night, and we're feeling all right. Oh, man. Uh, the OG. Happy Hogan. Oh, boy. See, this is just pure fun, though. This is a big You get hitter. to give yeah. Happy Hogan, like, a piece of gear. Like, if it's not the Infinity Gauntlet, I'm almost upset. <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to do? Like, I was left in charge after Tony died. I've got all this stuff in the warehouse everywhere. I turn around, boom, another piece of hero gear. Oh, I got Thor's belt on this way in this plane. I got all these problems. And I don't have any friends left. What the hell am I even supposed to do? If I uh, if I lose any of it, Pepper's going to be furious. You just use uh, Tony's clicker. I'm sure it's like remotes, probably, like loaded with a freak, like a car, like a Lamborghini or something. It just turns into it. It's like the Jetsons, but rich man style. Well, you know what I'm sick of. What are you sick of? I'm sick of. All this flying around I have to do all the time. I'm always flying and driving and flying and driving. I'm just traveling everywhere. Mm-hmm. Think about all these, all my time with Tony. I'm always driving in places. Mr. Worldwide. Think about uh, jumping. A, I'm in these planes. Just dealing with all sorts of craziness because of Tony. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to stop with the traveling. And I don't know if this is going to help me save these other heroes. But honestly, that's kind of not even my problem as much anymore. I'm going with the sling ring. Hmm. Well, that's certainly a uh, a very quick fix to your problems. I'll give you that. No more flying. No more driving. I just want to go places. I just want to wave my little hand around in my nice suit and just step through a portal and be where I need to be. Hmm. 
and be friends with like well are you gonna like go to Combertage and like I don't know. I just really like cheeseburgers. I don't mm. think I can get a cheeseburger in Camertage. But I mean, if you can just open up a portal, you know, at like your nearest uh, Burger King. What do you? What do you? What do you prefer there? Burger King. What, what are you happy? What Ooh, kind of guy? That's Wendy's? a good question. You know, go I, to Square uh, Burger, the Wanper. <laughs> uh, I'd say personally. I mean, if I'm not doing a home cooked burger myself. Mm. Give me a Wendy's burger, you know? Okay. I'd say that's the best of the fast food burgers. Yeah. It, yeah but I think I'm going with the sling ring. I can go visit I can go visit Morgan anytime, bring her cheeseburgers. Yeah, fair. I told Tony I'd look out for her if anything ever happened. And, uh, you know, I've got a permanent gr- green light to go visit Pepper and, and Morgan. They're like family to me. They're really all the family I got left. So it'll be nice to just wave my hand around and get to their cabin in the woods. Yeah, you really fucked that shit up with Peter, so, yeah, you gotta... Who was Peter? No, don't worry about that. Anyways, so, yeah, it was very, very nice to have you on the show today. Who is Peter? Don't worry about it. Uh, Happy, happy Hogan, everybody. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you were great. Well, guys, happy Hogan coming in with a lot of cheer today. Um, Happy Hogan's a cheerful guy. He is, and now he's even more cheery because he can make it in and out of places in a convenient way, quickly. Without putting too many miles on his body. As I was sitting there rambling as happy for a second, I was like, what would he really like pick based on? Like, what would, what would, and I was like, you know, he's always traveling. He's always stuck in planes and things. Fuck yeah. it. Sling ring feels good. Honestly, like it didn't even really, I mean, that was genius. Especially coming up with that uh, on the fly. You're a true professional. True professional. The, the guy that I get to work with every guy. Right? He's wonderful. Thank you. You're so kind, my friend. Oh, all right. So let's see what we got here. I need to move this around. Get, get, shake it, shake oh, it. Oh, 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 oh. All right. I got one. Here we go. Oh, come on. I'm Cassie Lang. And <laughs> tonight, I'm picking gear. Actually, it's a piece of gear I'm rather familiar with. I'm choosing Antonio Banderas. <laughs> He classifies as not only an ant, a rather large ant, but he's also part of a science experiment, so he classifies his gear to me, uh, and I can ride him, and he takes me all over the place, and he plays with me, and when I'm, like, doing things in the house, he comes and, like, watches around on me and stuff, but, like, I really think if I had some powers and maybe some stuff like that, Antonio would really help me out. Well, Cassie... You are an adorable, perfect angel, and I refuse to argue, so I'm going to completely let you have Antonio Banderas. You can have whatever you want, honey. Have you ever seen him, like, play drums? Very cute aunt. Adorable. Very cute aunt. I don't have an uncle, but I have an aunt. (laughs) Nice. Antonio. Yeah. uh, That joke sounds like a joke (laughs) your dad would tell, Cassie. That's who I heard it from. That makes sense. Yeah, on his podcast. Ah, uh, yes, yes. See, his podcast has a lot better ratings than ours, so that makes sense that he's over there getting those jokes in on that air. But how's that if your podcast doesn't even exist yet? It gets a lot better ratings oh, than ours. That's good, yeah. Our ratings are zero so far, so his are significantly better. But you got to start somewhere. That's right, Cassie. Perfect. 
I'm gonna go play now. Cassie, can can yeah. you get can you get me a trophy like you got your dad someday? That trophy's mine now. And everything with it. <laughs> well, thanks, Cassie. You can go ahead and go play. You're you're an adorable angel. Antonio. Cassie Lang, well done, sir. Yeah, she did great. Oh, she's so perfect. She's she's such a sweetie pie. I felt like my best chance of surviving that one was to just play as a child. Yeah. And almost ignore the whole entire thing. Yeah, I thought that was strong. I thought I think I thought you came in strong. I think she would definitely pick Antonio Banderas. I kind of also have to like be strategic about this at this point because like I don't want to force a gear on somebody. And Cassie Lang doesn't really need gear. She's just adorable yeah. and awesome. So she gets her aunt buddy now full yeah. time. Full time. Yeah, just hanging, having having good hangs. I just thought that that was the perfect kind of gear for somebody who already. I, what's what other use for gear does she need right now? She's a child. Antonio True. is the best thing for her. Like you don't want to give her the ten rings. No, it ruin her life. No. That's Yaku. why I gave the, the responsibility of the Ten Rings to Craglin. All of these I other he things. he was much more equipped to handle yeah, it. All of these other things on here, other than Morris, lead to death. So yeah, A lot of death around yeah. these things. Yeah, I don't want to do that to her. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, I, I drew one of my low-end league members this time. <laughs> a guy I really love. Mike didn't necessarily think he did quite enough in Falcon and the Winter Soldier to earn his spot. But he let me have it because, you know, again, I was generous to let him have... Uh, Cragle, well, no, Cragle, we agreed on. I'm sorry. Um, Scourge. Scourge, yeah, yeah. Sorry. And maybe some yeah. of my picks for gear, but that's, you know, beyond it. It's yeah. neither here nor there. I'm pretty generous, like I mentioned before. So I really love Torres. I think he's, I think he was a wonderful character. I really hope they use him in Captain America New World Order in a couple years. Like, I'm really hoping this is another guy that we'll probably see graduate out of the league. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, it feels a lot like he'll become the next Falcon and kind of uh, get to be our new Captain America, Sam's uh, Falcon, which would be awesome. But in the short term, Torres really warmed my heart with the stuff he did in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, He's this, like, plucky U.S. soldier that first we see cheering for Sam, and then eventually we see that he's tried to tinker with Red Wing to help fix it. And then we see... That he gets his ass kicked by the the group when he tries to f- trace their event down. And uh, just a good kid. Yeah. Good, good kid. kid. Mm-hmm. So uh, without do- further ado, Torres. <clears throat> I mean, it's just so cool. I got to watch Sam fly around in the Falcon suit. I may have gotten my ass kicked a little bit by that... The group, the flag smashers, whatever. Those guys are those guys are jerks. They got dealt with. It's fine. It's not even a big deal. Got a cool name. It's cool. The flag smashers yeah. is a pretty cool name, and you know they kind of had a point a little bit, but like maybe just took it a little too far. Yeah, chill out. Chill out. I think my pick's got to be a pretty easy one here because I tried to fix it once. It didn't work out for me. Sam took it back right away. He was so mad that I was wor- that I was tinkering with it. But I think if I had it in my hands long enough, I could have figured it out. I'm taking Red Wing. Oh, Red Wing! Such a cool, such a cool little homie. Flies around, does some surveillance. Yeah. It's kind of tech. It's it's in my wheelhouse already from my military experience. Glad somebody's giving him some wreck. 
Yeah, I think Red Wing is a. I think Red Wing would be a great piece of gear, you, especially hopefully if I'm able to, you know, get become become the next Falcon someday. I want to fly that wingsuit. Um, then I'd have Red Wing already. It'd be great. I have a quick question: How much time have you been spending with with Sam? Ah, uh, well, not as much time as I'd like. You know, he's he kind of pushed me away after hmm. that second mission when I kind of got my ass kicked. He wasn't really that happy. I went by myself. But, you know, he's a tough cookie, but I think I'll crack him. Give me yeah. a little more time. You know, I, th- I thought he uh, I thought he and I got along well after that first mission he flew. And uh, he just seemed like a great guy. And, you know, so I just I, I hope Sam gives me another chance because I think I could really be helpful to him. How do you think he's going to feel when you have Red Wing? He seems very attached to him. I'm just asking. Well, if I just... use Red Wing to help save him, I don't think he'll be that mad. Oh, yeah, maybe. You're, you're going to have to give it back to him. I mean, we'll see. You know, he's Captain America now. Does he really need Red Wing anymore? Yes, the shield doesn't think. It's not sentient. Huh. <laughs> you make a point. Yeah. Well, in the short term, Red Wing's mine. Oh, well, I'm glad you grabbed Red Wing instead of the shield. That that I'll give you. Yeah. I mean, forget the shield. The Red Wing's a robot. It's awesome. Well, great job, Torres. It was really nice talking to you tonight. Um, I hope you and uh, Red Wing have many wonderful journeys together. And treat him with respect and dignity, please. Oh, I, I will. Thank Red you. Wing's the best. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Well done. Well, well done. The, I, the fact that Derek is, like, entertaining my questioning of him, like I'm some kind of anchor on seven, you know, 72, is it 72 hours, 48 hours? What the hell is it called? 48 hours? 60 minutes? 60 minutes. There you go. I'm watching way too much true crime shows. True crime shows. Yeah, some... 40, the first 48 the hours. first 48 hours. What a show. Um, but yeah, the, he's just allowing this to happen. And I really, really thank him for this. It's just wonderful. Thanks, man. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I kind of wish I would have just like watched some brief YouTube clips of all these league members. Just kind of like refresh what they sound like as humans in my no, no, head. No, 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 no. That's just, the like, whole so, fun in all of this. I was just like, I remember that his pitch, his like his voice was kind of high pitched. And I think of him as like a fresh out of high school voice, still slightly cracking guy. Cause he's like a young soldier essentially. And that's kind of like what Torres is mentally filtered as in my brain. So I kind of steer towards that. It's going to be great when we actually go back and watch these things and your voice like sticks in your under. Oh, good Lord. Oh, good Lord is right. It's I mean, wonderful. that's how I feel when I edit every second of content we ever make in which I'm speaking. This isn't the first time. And this is like the first time where it doesn't really bother me. It must yeah. be. It's maybe a quality thing. And yes, I love hearing my own voice. No, I don't. Yeah, no, it's 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 grating and difficult. And you notice all of your own flaws, people. All of them. Yeah, I don't want to show this to my work or anything like that. Then they'll start, yeah. Oh, you like these role play things. Do a lot of this at work, people, despite me being terrible at it. Yeah, yeah. That may, hey, makes us a lot of workplace settings embracing the role play. Yeah. And then they get mad at me when I show up with my black leather mask on. No. Oh, oh. oh. And on that note, Mike, why don't you grab a sp- slip of paper out of there? I'm worried that about this. I think we're fresh out of. Oh, no. Um, so we got another lady left. Don't, we got two left, I think. My friend Aunt May is in here. And if I get that, yeah, that's where I'm playing my. So you're, you're, you're playing your return card? I'm playing my return. You've got to at least get one. It's not because. Good Lord, I didn't even try. Yes, I'm, I'm exchanging. Aunt May is coming out of the bowl. Um. Yeah, I'm that's not fine. peeking. That's fair. Um, and I'm going to reselect. Now, if I do get Aunt May again down the road, I have to take it. So as much Unless as I I'm may not want and to. use my dibs to help him out, which I might do. We'll see. We'll see about we'll see all of that. see how kind I'm feeling. 
Luis. Nice. Oh boy. Right. <laughs> I I I, uh, I was thinking about if I was going to use my dibs on Luis. That was kind of the one I was considering. But I'm going to let you have him. I want to see your Luis in, in action because I uh, I think it's going to I think it's got potential to be real good. And this is one of those where I, all right because mine is going to be nowhere near yours. Like I, I'm all right. I'm feeling it right now. Yeah, you really just have to just like you have to just think in several thoughts at once. You have to Are be in several ready? stories at the same time. So, Louise, <laughs> what type of gear would you like to select today? So, yeah, man, like I was thinking, and like this one time, I saw this guy with this arm. And he was real cool, like, like he had this black guy's shadow on, man. He was like running around the place and like throwing stuff, man, and hitting Captain America and stuff. And that's when I was like, oh, man, I could use that. So I want that winter guy's arm. I think I could do some serious damage with that. Like, you know, I'm watching all my friends. Like the other day, like I was with Ant-Man because he's my friend and stuff. Like I can't tell you who he is, but like he's my friend and stuff. Yeah. And so he was smashing stuff up. He was over on the pier. He was throwing stuff around. He had these bad guys coming up like crazy. Like they're coming in on him. So... I thought in that second, what if I had that thing? Like, I come in there, like, I'm back up. Like, hey, I got your back, bro. Like, yeah. Yeah, like that. Nice, man. So, that, yeah. I, uh, You know, I think, Luis, I do have to th- say you would look pretty badass with a metal arm. And that, man. Like, Especially yeah. like a vibranium metal arm. Yeah, you know I'd look good with that, right. Yeah, so... Uh, what what would you what else would you do to back Scott up? Would you you run in there fist a blazing? Would you come? Would would you have a name for yourself? I'd have be like heavy fist man. Like I'd be like, yo Scott, I got your back. I'm heavy fist, and I'm coming in there. Not like razor fist or nothing. Like this is heavy. Like I'm gonna put this in your face, heavy. So, just like that one time where like, you know uh, Scott, this before he was the ant guy, like Ant Man. Yeah, I thought you said you weren't supposed to say who he was. Yeah. Well, don't just forget about that part. Maybe erase that. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, he was coming at me real hard, and I came at him heavy. And I told him that after I was like, Scott, I got you heavy. And then, so like, heavy hand. Just powerful stuff, Luis. <laughs> you're you're a true visionary, sir. Yeah. Luis with the Winter Soldier arm. Yes. Awesome, man. Yeah. I dig it. Thank you. Thank you so much for keeping your answer short and concise for us as you're known to do. Didn't get off scripted or didn't get off journey at all. You just stuck right to your uh, minimal parts of the story. You know, I think that's one of my better qualities. But yeah, thanks, man. It was nice to be here. Good to have you, buddy. <laughs> well done, Mike. That was, that was a strong Louise. Really in the zone, man. Yeah, I was going to say, I actually felt much better about it when I was done. I'm like, all right, all right. That wasn't terrible. Yeah, no, yeah, you, uh, you portrayed his wandering, excited storytelling very well. Mm-hmm. Said, I'm good at that myself, yeah. so yeah, that maybe it was a little more natural than I expected it to be. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. <laughs> All right, sweet. So we've now taken four apiece. So we're now over halfway through this list, I think. Yes. As I imagine you guessed based on the title of this episode that you clicked on voluntarily. This is, in fact, the end of part one. If you want to keep listening, tune in next week. Every Wednesday, we'll be dropping new episodes. You can find part two. We continue this crazy, weird conversation 
and it gets even weirder if you can believe that. So tune in, get down with the get down. Thanks for checking out part win. Insert theme music here. We don't have to keep watching Liam Neeson make action movies. Like, we don't have to do this, ladies and gentlemen. Like, as a society, we just, we keep choosing to, but we don't have to. And for gosh sake, watch your language. My name's Johnny Knoxville, this is my buddy Thanos. Don't you know who I am? I'm the Juggernaut, bitch! It's a weird world we're trying to live in these days, but we gotta do it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you cannot talk! One more word, and I will feed you to my children. We knew you were gonna betray us, so we built this whole plan around you doing it! What? You know what's crazy? That's really not too far off from a plot of Dr. Phil. Bet your ass. Steve, he said a bad language word. He may or may not also have a ship that he flies around primarily for orgies and stuff. Y'all are just gonna let that one dangle? Just not touch it? And he tells me about this girl, Emily, that we used to kick it with. It was actually the first pair of boobs that I ever touched. And it's like club cold play. Ugh. Dude, it's so bad. Ugh. There's Ugh. like. Gary, you son of a bitch. Ooh, you kiss your mother with that mouth? Today, we're doing Porta Potty Ski Slope. I'm kidding, we are vegetarians. <laughs> Cut the chat!